0: Welcome to Coach B Daily, I'm Coach B Moore. In this podcast, I share information that will help us achieve our health, athletic performance, and body goals more efficiently. Of course, to achieve more success in the same or less time or with the same or less effort. Today, we'll talk about positive and negative motivators, and I'll share a story where a negative motivator actually helped me to move myself along. Before we get started, I wanna remind you to subscribe to Coach B Daily. This podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you listen to podcasts. You can send me your questions and feedback. I'm at Coach B Moore on Instagram and Twitter, or you can call in 347-770-1433. You can follow this conversation on Facebook.com eatingforabs Eating4Abs or visit eatingforabs.com, where you can find out more about working with me and my team on your goals. Positive and negative motivators. Very quickly. This uh, may be an oversimplification of categories, but there are two types of motivators. There's incentive for doing really well. That's a positive motivator. And there's punishment for not doing what is required. And as parents, other parents listening, you've seen both of these before. You may have seen them from your parents and you may have used both in moving your child along. Uh, and this also brings to me imagery of the, the, the mule And the rider, you know, using the the carrot to entice the mule to move forward or the rod to kind of prod him to move forward. In terms of moving people in general, for the long term good, positive motivators are seen as the only way to go. If you really are trying to bring about behavioral change, we'll talk about this in, in much more detail, maybe tomorrow. However, today I wanted to share a story where a negative motivator actually moved me on. There may not be a punchline to this, but I want to share the story anyway. It's October. And in October, like the return of the salmon from the sea to swim upstream to their mating grounds, (laughs) the alumni of my undergraduate college, Howard University, the capstone of education, the Mecca, alumni return to Washington, D.C., for fellowship, reunion, and a renewal of our spirit of service. It's fantastic. It is really a national level event that everyone should experience at some point in time. Now, I go back pretty much every year. I may skip certain years every once in a while, weather-related things, uh, or if I have something else happening, but overall, I'm probably 70 to 80% return. I have children at home. I have two teenagers in my house. And I don't know if you've ever had a teenager with you in your home, but my hair is going gray and it's not my fault. I have two teenagers and they're in high school and they're going to be gone in a couple years. So I wasn't going to go to homecoming this year, but then there was the idea that, you know what? I want to incentivize them to really value the idea of going to Howard University. So I need to take them there and show them what it's like, what life is like. It worked for my younger brother. My younger brother used to come and visit me for a week at a time and stay with me and go to class with me. And he saw real Howard life. So the downside is when you go for homecoming, you won't see real life because it's, it's so much, it's magnified, it's times 10. And at this point in my, in my life in my career as an alum, I don't go back and do the things that undergrads do. I go back and move in the most valuable space for alumni. So I'm surrounded by people my age. My kids would not appreciate that. So the idea is I want to take them back to Howard and I want to take them earlier in the week. Take them out of school for a couple of days so they can do the things that the people who are in undergrad are going to be doing and like to do. And that happens during the week and the early part of the weekend. The later part of the weekend is really alumni stuff. So I want to do it. It's something that I think is valuable. But at the same time, there's a weather report that says it's going to rain. And also, my teenagers are teenagers, which means they can be jerks at times. I know they're going to get on my nerves period. Plus money is not unlimited. So it's going to cost me to get there. It's going to cost me to stay in a hotel at a really busy time of the year. It's going to cost me to feed everybody on the road. It's going to cost me in time and attention power. And I won't be getting kind of the, 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 my own carrot, which is I get to hang out with my peers. If I go do this plan, I'm going to be doing things that 20 year olds and 19 and 18 year olds want to do, not what guys my age want to do. So there's a a conundrum and I, and I came to I couldn't pull myself over the hump. I was at like 45% that I'm going to go. I said there's so many negatives, I don't know that I'm going to go. And then I got the chance to chat with one of my friends and he was asking me, you know, are you going to go? What are you going to do? And sometimes just having the ability to to use a friend as a soundboard will allow you to talk things out. And put yourself in a position to diagnose what's happening and make a decision. And here we're going to get to the, back to the crux of the story, the negative motivator. So I was talking to my buddy Andre. And he was asking me if I was going to go. And I said, Dre, I, I don't know, man. There's so many, you know, I'm doing pros and cons right now. And I'm, I'm probably about 45%. I'm probably not going to go. And he asked me a series of questions. And at the end of the day, I heard myself say it out loud. I said, you know what, Dre, I'm going to regret it either way. I'm going to regret it if I go, because I know they're going to tick me off and I know that I'm going to spend more money than I need to. And I know I'm not going to have as great a time because of the weather, and I know I'm not going to be doing the things surrounded by the people that I necessarily would want to be surrounded by. So I'm going to regret it if I go. You know, I would like to be able to provide this thing for them and have good attitudes and go do the thing in goodwill and good spirit. But I know how these teenagers are. Attitude is not something I can count on. Gratitude is something I definitely can't count on. Okay? So I'm, it's gonna. there's a negative to it. And then the other side of the equation is, is if I don't go, I know I'm going to regret it. Because number one, selfish, re- selfish reasons, I'm going to see on social media all of the people doing all the things that I love to do. And I won't be there to do it. And then also... In the long view, I'll regret not providing this experience for the kids to incentivize them to go to my university or to a university like it. So in the long run, I'm going to regret either way. I'm going to regret it in the short run. I'm going to regret it in the long run. And here's where that negative motivator came in. I heard myself say that out loud, and then I asked myself a key question. Which one am I going to regret less? And that was key. That was key for me. I I was able to clearly see, okay, you've got two sides of the scale, two circumstances. Either one of them. There's not, they're not great. They're not perfect. They have some good in them, but they also have some negatives in them to the point where I can only drag myself to decide 45% yes. But. Either way, I'm going to regret it. And one of them, I'm going to regret less. And The one I'm going to regret less is the one I'm going to do. I'm going and I'm taking the kids because I don't want the big regret of them not being incentivized and them not going. And so, though I know that the positive motivators are the more powerful in the long run, they are the way we all want to go when moving things forward. Sometimes negative motivators have their place. And most importantly, in my use at least, and maybe I recommend for yours too, is only in use for ourselves, not on other people, because it will taint that relationship. But sometimes we need to kick our own butt and a little negative motivator might be the kick in the butt we need. Based on this conversation, we're going to talk about positive motivators later on this week. I'm going to tell you how you can use them in your goal setting and in achieving your success. But for today... I want to thank you for listening. This is Coach B. Moore. Call me at 347-770-1433 with your stories, your feedback, your questions. I'd love to hear. I'd love to help. You have a wonderful day, and I'll talk to you tomorrow.